Hey, how you doing? Hello. How's it going tonight? It's great. Do you want to introduce yourself to everybody? Yeah, so uh, my name is Kiri Barrett, and uh, my husband and I, uh, we live in Salem, Utah, and we're just enjoying the holidays together without a lot of family. It's been kind of interesting. Not a lot of family due to COVID, or yeah, yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of family has decided to cancel those um, regular traditions. You know, you think for a while, oh man, I'm so tired of being pulled in all these different directions <laughs> every time the holidays come around, and now that no one actually wants to get together anymore you kind of wish that you were getting pulled in every direction saying hey come to this party come to this party yeah no so you it's do been weird this it, huh yeah um so salem do you do you go to the lake at all i go fishing at the lake and i would imagine that's got to look very pretty there at salem lake during christmas yeah, I actually haven't been there since it's frozen over. So, well, I'm guessing it's frozen over by now, but I haven't. But I, I used to live in Minnesota. And we loved it when the lakes froze over. We'd go ice fishing, and it's just so beautiful. So what was the difference between celebrating in Minnesota to Utah? I mean, that's that's white Christmas in Minnesota, huh? Yeah, more like uh, like White Halloween. <laughs> yeah, um, it it was uh, it was a lot different because um, there was obviously a lot more snow and the activities that we could do together were were quite different. Like I said, we really enjoyed ice fishing a lot, um, and actually, it was just fun to to drive out on the water when it was frozen out on the ice. Um, in fact, uh, there was basically entire neighborhoods out on the ice, so it was fun to just go for a drive and see all the different tents and trailers set up. And um, in Minnesota on the lakes, um, they have like lights and stuff, like light shows. So it's uh, it's it's very different than here. If you want to go to a light show, you drive through a park. <laughs> if you want to go to a light show in Minnesota, you can just walk out on the lake so do they decorate their tents or how do they do a light show in minnesota so um most of the time um at least the light shows that i've seen um have been when the when it hasn't frozen over and they do it like on the boats and they have like fireworks and stuff okay yeah the i'm from southern california so uh, most of the time it's like 80 degrees when it's Christmas time outside. Totally different ball game. I, I would always watch the movies, you know, and every movie you watch, it's a white Christmas. And I mean, if you got a jacket for Christmas, you couldn't even put it on. Yeah. It, it's definitely different. And, uh, you know, 40 degrees in Minnesota, that's a heat wave. That's how I feel in Utah, actually. It's like 40, 40 degrees is t-shirt weather. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 40 degrees is, is nice out here, but I'm sure in California, it's everyone wants to stay home and schools closed down, probably. <laughs> Our schools, no joke, we used to close down for rain. If it rained too hard, our schools would close. If there was oh, a court... Wow snow school was closed oh my gosh that's that was crazy, crazy. I'm sure so how do you guys celebrate the holiday normally without covid <clears throat> um well so my husband has um so his parents are divorced so he has two sets of parents basically and um we usually end up trying to split the holidays between the two of them and then my parents. So we typically have three different Christmases that we go to. Um, 
on Christmas Eve, we always go to my mother-in-law's house. She has a special Christmas Eve celebration with like white elephant gifts and stuff. And then uh, my father-in-law, um, had the other side of, of Josh's family, um, my husband Josh, they do uh, just a, a huge Christmas party with like a dinner and everything. Um, and then on my parents' side, we usually just get together at their house and uh, usually that's Christmas morning and we, uh, and we exchange gifts with them. So it definitely, um, definitely a few empty spots this year. Yeah, it, it's slowly happening. It's wonderful. Wherever... Like, are your are your in laws and your parents like deathly afraid of the COVID or? So my mother in law is pretty fearless when it comes to to COVID nineteen. She she doesn't really worry so much about it, but. Um, but her ex-husband, my, my father-in-law, he is, he's waiting for the vaccine. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's ready to take it as soon as it comes out. My parents are the same. They're, I would say they're probably the most afraid of it out of, out of all of our parents. They're, they're ready to get that vaccine as soon as it comes out. And they're very strict about quarantining. Yeah. You got to wear a mask when you go see them and everything. Yeah, we we usually either have to wear a mask or have been quarantining ourselves like two weeks beforehand if we want to go see them. It's a weird world right now. Oh, it's so weird. I just I've never in my life would have imagined something like this. My youngest and went to see Santa Claus, and Santa Claus had a face shield on. It was, uh, I mean, that's our <laughs> Christmas picture of Santa. Oh, man. And now, did, did he actually, he or she, did they get to sit on Santa's lap? or did No, they... they had to sit on a, uh, like, the display for the picture, and then Santa came up behind him. <laughs> oh, yeah, see, that's even weirder. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, it's a weird year. Um, what have you guys done for the holiday season so far? So this year we actually created a new tradition that we really enjoyed. Um, we live really close to Spanish Fort Canyon. And so we, uh, we took our Durango up there with, uh, with some family that wasn't too afraid to get too close. <laughs> and, okay. Uh, went up into the mountains and we just drove around looking for Christmas trees. And uh, we found, we found one that we liked and we picked it out. But the cool part about this tradition was that, you know, we, we'd gone to a, a tree lot last year and, you know, we found one that we liked and we, we picked it out, got a picture with it. It was perfect. It fit just great in the house. And this time when we went up the Canyon, I mean, they're not perfect trees up there and uh it was kind of hard to find one and I kept telling my husband I was like we got to find the perfect tree and he kept trying to show me all these trees that he'd picked out is this the one is this the one Do you like this one and I just kept saying no it's it's not right it's not perfect enough that one oh it looks okay but this is wrong or that one looks <laughs> okay, but then there's this you know, it it was a uh, it was starting to be a little discouraging. And then, after looking at a couple of trees, he looked at me and he was like, "You know, we could just decide to purposefully pick one that's not perfect." <laughs> in my you know perfectionist mind, I'm like, "Oh wait, wait, wait! Why would we pick a not perfect tree? It's gonna have to sit in our family room." And uh, I thought about it for a little bit and I thought about some of the trees he'd showed me and I was like, well, I mean, they look okay. I mean, there were some funky things about them, but I don't know. That's kind of a fun idea. And so we went back to this tree that I, I saw that he'd showed me earlier. It was actually one of the first trees that he'd showed me and it looked great. Like the, you know, for me, I was looking for the perfect shape, the perfect size, the perfect, like, density and thickness 
but it had two like two um trunks like a, a grown okay. up with two separate trunks and if you separated the trunks from each other there was just a bunch of bare spots <laughs> and so you had to cut both yeah. down and i was like okay yeah if you don't want to get a perfect tree and you want to get a, a funky tree at least this one looks good if you bring both of them with you so <laughs> we decided <laughs> so you guys had to weld your christmas tree stand with another spike huh yeah we we zip tied them together <laughs> so <laughs> it, it worked out okay it actually is a beautiful christmas tree but the the funky part about it is is that it's actually two and it can't just be one. It has to have its partner with it or else it's not complete. As, as long as you remembered your saw and you didn't pull a uh, Clark Griswold and have to dig that thing out by hand. Oh, yeah. <laughs> probably we, went went all right. Yeah, it did. We, we were able to fit it on top of the, the car and everything. So a fun drive and it was a fun day it was quite chilly but you know it was just perfect out there so and from now on we're gonna go up in the mountains and we're we're gonna find our tree our you know perfect for us but not perfect by anyone else's standards tree yeah there you go clark griswold family <laughs> christmas tradition that's right <laughs> I was managing an apartment complex a couple years ago, and w one of the tenants, they had this tree where it was like spiraled, um, fake, you know, Christmas branches. Uh -huh. But then in the center, they had this like three inch clear circle tube that would have all these LED lights shine through it with bubbles. Oh. And I have not been able to find that tree on the internet, but that was the coolest tree I've ever seen in my life. Oh my gosh, wow. With bubbles? Like moving bubbles? With bubbles, yeah. It it did bubbles and then it did all the different colors inside of it. It was by far the coolest tree I've ever seen. That's I mean, we're we're doing the artificial Christmas trees, but yeah. Hers was really cool. Oh, that's cool. See, I I grew up having an artificial Christmas tree, so I was totally planning on doing that when when my husband and I got married, but he grew up having, you know, real trees. And so we tried it out and I really like it. It's fun. It it's just a different tree every year. So if you're one for the stringent standards of a uh, traditional tree, then you may not like that kind of thing, but it worked out really well. See, I was I was dumb and we we tried to buy a box tree that we could plant after the season one year. Oh. <laughs> and we put that right next to the heater and oh, then no. like the day after Christmas that thing started turning brown. It was it was uh it made it through Christmas though. Well, you know? at least it made it through Christmas. Shoot though, man. At least it didn't catch on fire. Yeah, no, I mean, they're... Yeah, no, for sure. It uh, They're a little bit more expensive when you buy them so you can plant them afterwards, but yeah. we killed that thing quick. Oh, my gosh. See, I, I liked going and cutting down the tree because when you get it from a, a lot, I think our tree last year was $90, and uh, the permit to go and get a... or to cut down a Christmas tree yourself was 10 bucks. Okay. Yeah, so pretty good deal. The one the one thing I don't like is in Southern California we had a lot more fuller trees. Mm -hmm. Like when I when I go to the Christmas tree lots here, there's like these big six inch gaps between the branches. They they look more like a landscape tree. It's yeah. It's weird. I, I mean I would I would love to go to the east coast and you know, northern, southern parts and see what, I mean, are, are there that many different varieties? When I was growing up, I always thought our Christmas trees were like what Christmas trees were, but yeah. that's what you it's, uh, I'm sorry. That's what you were used to and what you grew up with. 
Yeah. Um, do you guys normally go to the uh, big temple in Salt Lake? Um, we have, yeah. Um, it's nice to go up there and look at the lights and just walk around. They've got that big nativity set up that we like to go see. But we didn't do that this year. Yeah. I heard they were closed this year. Oh, really? See, I... Yeah, for construction, not COVID, just for construction. But I, uh, I... I mean, that that place is something to see for sure. Well, I'm pretty sure that I, I talked to someone who said they went to see the lights this year, but maybe they've just got like an abbreviated version away from the construction or something. Uh, I mean, they might have seen them. I the, the lady at Lowe's told me they were closed for construction and everybody else I talked to since then said they were closed for construction. Yeah. But I mean, that is... I could definitely be getting false information there. Yeah. Where do you go to see Christmas lights here? So Spanish Fork has this really old tradition of the Festival of Lights. They, uh, they've got this park by a golf course that they just deck out in these amazing Christmas lights. It's like, it's so beautiful. And um, they have it open from after Thanksgiving until New Year's, I believe. And so that's where we go. And is that just like a drive-through? Yeah, yeah, you have to drive through it. Some people go in. Like, that's cool. How? Or something, but you can drive through it too. Is it pretty long then? Yeah, I'd say it's fairly long. It's a pretty large. Uh, pretty large place they've got quite a few lights and they're they're still adding on lights every once in a while too um i mean they they charge you about eight dollars admission i think um so i mean it's it's quite a show it's pretty cool our uh, our toddler really enjoyed it she was leaning halfway out the window talking about all the cool things she saw yeah no that's cool we had like one cul-de-sac where i'm from and they the whole neighborhood would decorate and i mean they they would have all the schools bands come through there oh. and you know there was hot chocolate oh. and i mean even like out of school choruses and stuff would come it was pretty cool but we haven't found any place like that in utah so i'm definitely checking that out before christmas is done yeah definitely check it out it's super fun um i will tell you this get there early <laughs> get there before the sun goes down because the line can get pretty long um we went on a, th a thursday or a friday i think i think it was a thursday and uh oh, let's see i'm trying to think of how to explain it i think the line was maybe two two miles long <laughs> it's pretty big how long did it take you how many hours did it take you, you know, to get through i was surprised i thought it was going to take us an hour but it only took us maybe 30 45 30 30 minutes or so maybe 20 minutes it was pretty quick well I'm going to be going the week of Christmas, so I'm going to go for an hour and <laughs> yeah. a half. Well, when uh, when I went, I the line had backed up past the golf course that's next to it up to um, the main road where there's a gas station. And uh, I we stopped at the gas station, obviously, because, you know, we had a few minutes to wait there. And uh, I ran inside to grab us some snacks, and I talked to the guy that was at the counter, and he said, oh, yeah, this is nothing. The line goes clear all the way down to the walmart down the road on uh, on weekends oh man it's that close to yeah. the walmart <laughs> yeah so uh that's why i said get there early you really want to get there and, and see the lights i mean it like i said it moved pretty fast so that was really nice yeah no we'll listen to like a christmas audio book or something well, and just sit there and wait but I'm sure it'll be longer. When did you go and see it? Um, last week. 
Yeah, it'll definitely be like twice as long this mm-hmm. week. Well, any weekend uh-huh. is going to be long too. Because that's everyone's weekend plan. Oh, we should go see the lights. Yeah, I'll plan on going like Tuesday or something. <laughs> well, I think there's also, um, I think there's a place in South Jordan, if I remember correctly, that does That's light. way closer than me. South Jordan. Do you guys have any of the, uh, for the past couple of years at Lowe's, I, I haven't found found them in Home Depot, but they have these like 3D glasses, these little cardboard glasses, and they make the Christmas lights look like Santa Claus or candy canes or oh, you know, stars, you know, snowmen. Have you ever I found them? I haven't actually seen them or, or used them, but I've heard of them. Yeah, no, they're pretty cool, and it's weird because, like, Lowe's is the only place that sells them. That's interesting. Of all places, Lowe's? <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I've I've went to Home Depot, too. I've never found them there, but... Um, what's your guys' big Christmas feast? You guys cook a big meal, or is that just, like, a quick, fast, easy, let's watch some movies. I would say we're definitely for the the quick and easy let's uh, sit down and watch a movie kind of thing. Um, for the most part, at least in the past, I guess maybe that might be different this year, but in the past um, my husband's father, he usually does a, a really big dinner. And so we count okay. that for our, our big feast. Um but maybe this year we'll do something. I mean, I usually always let someone else do the big cooking for me. <laughs> if I can get away with it. Yeah, no, we're, we're quick, fast, and easy, too. Got to get to the movies. What is your Christmas? Do you, do you watch? We watch the Christmas story all day long on Christmas. Just, you know, since that's what both of us did when we mm-hmm. were kids. What do you guys watch Christmas? Um, you know, for the most part, um, I'd say there's a, a couple of traditional Christmas movies that, like, I grew up watching. Um, like, uh, my family really loves The Miracle on 34th Street. Have you ever seen that one? I I've seen parts of it. Yeah, my my parents liked yeah, watching that. That one's pretty good. I uh. I don't even know if, like, since we've been married, we've been so busy that we really haven't had a chance to sit at home and and watch a, a Christmas movie. I'd say that this year is going to be the best year for us to do that because it, usually it's uh, it's something at family's house where we either eat with them or we just grab something quick. But you know what? My husband's not very, uh, I wouldn't call him a Scrooge, but he's definitely not into, like, big christmas <laughs> traditions and you know cheesy hallmark christmas movies and you know valentine's day gifts and uh you you got to tell him to watch Krampus the 2015 movie okay not not any of the B movies but i mean it was a pretty big production Krampus it's just called mm-hmm. Krampus it uh I mean, I I had a pagan on the podcast, and I mean, we both agree, like, this isn't just a, like, Christian holiday. Like, we should all be celebrating Christmas. We all need something to break up the monotony mm-hmm. of life. And, um, I mean, there's something for everyone out there now. So, I mean, there there are so many movies and so many traditions you can do. You gotta you gotta convince your husband to start I getting know. into well, it. Well, I probably shouldn't start with those Harmel, uh, Hallmark movies then, because uh... yeah, no, that's that's a definite <laughs> a little too much for him, maybe. Yeah. I would say um, we're both um, 
really into gaming, so a lot of times it's fun to to get some friends on mm-hmm. uh, on a like a multiple player game, like across you know the internet and do some games and stuff. I'd say that's that's probably what we would usually do over a movie. So you guys are into online yeah. gaming. Yeah, we do a lot of. Do you, I mean, Fortnite, they always do something crazy for Christmas. I mean, they have the, last year I remember playing and you got the 12 days of Christmas, Christmas skins, or Christmas presents. I'd say it's been a while since, uh, since he's played Fortnite. I never got into that, um, but, uh, he likes stuff like, uh. Heroes of the Storm, I guess that's a pretty popular one that he likes to play with his friends. And, you know, there's always... Are you guys into any tabletop? Um, we actually... So, I get, I some people would say this is tabletop, but um, we really like Dungeons and & Dragons. And, and... Okay. Yeah, my wife and I have been looking for... I mean, we paint minis... We have the whole um, fifth edition set up. We've just never been able to actually create a well, group hey, with someone. Well, hey, you got someone. two people right here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, that'd be cool. Um, we've, I mean, we we've gotten so into it. We've built built in sets. We have all the mats. We got. We just can never find. We've got young kids, so it's pretty hard yeah, to get yeah. into we've got a an infant and a toddler so it's it's not easy to do at least can't bring them to the game <laughs> not yeah. quite i mean you know i could bring my toddler but it would be one of those well why mom well i don't get that what are you doing yeah <laughs> yeah stop, stop touching that <laughs> stop touching that yep yep <laughs> but yeah we we like uh Tabletop games like but that. You... We like board games. We like card games. We're really into that. Settlers of Catan. We like uh, Above and Below. That's that's one that's a, a good board game, but it also kind of reminds you of Dungeons and Dragons a little bit. So we really enjoy that one too. Yeah. I mean, it all goes back to that. Do you, do you guys play hey, any what? Munchkin? Uh, Munchkin? No, I haven't heard of that. Ah, it's a Steve Jackson game. They, they, it's, it's a lot like D and D, except they have, I mean, you, you just draw cards instead of like choosing your own character and stuff. You, Munchkin is the funnest tabletop game I've ever played, but they have Munchkin the Yule Log, and that game every Christmas we play. And it's well, it's super husband, fun. My uh, husband is currently checking it out right now. <laughs> it looks fun. Yeah, no, it, it's pretty cool. I mean, you'll never be able to get a Munchkin Yule log right now, but for next Christmas, I'm telling you, it's worth whatever they're charging for it. I'd wait till February, <laughs> but um, yeah, well, it's really fun. And then we play Letters, Anna. What is it? Letters to Santa, it's like, um, I think it's called Lovecraft. We we don't have the actual tabletop game. I'm pretty sure it's, or Love Letter. It's the same game as Love Letter, except it's oh, okay. Letters to like Santa. Christmas edition. No, yeah, have you ever was... played Love Letter? It's like. 13 cards and i know that sounds really lame but it's a super fun tabletop game i'll have to check that out too yeah we we're really so what else you guys doing for christmas Um, for this year let's see um i mean not really much i mean so another tradition that that i grew up doing that i've been trying to start with 
um, with my kids, with my toddler, is decorating Christmas cookies. And you know, we usually make enough to give to the neighbors, but nowadays no one wants anything homemade. <laughs> they don't want your germs. So uh, <laughs> we made a small batch of Christmas cookies um, and uh, ate them all. <laughs> we, we we ate a lot of them. We, we decided there were a couple people we knew that we could give Christmas cookies to that wouldn't mind our germs. So, you know, we, we gave a, a few Christmas cookies away, but... Yeah, we ended up eating some of them too. But other than that, I don't know if yeah, there's really sure. much else that we have planned for Christmas except our uh, just a, a nice relaxed Christmas with just just our family. Which I mean that'll be nice. It'll be nice to just relax and not have to worry about going anywhere, but I think we're we're all really starting to miss our, our extended family. I know that my uh, my toddler really misses her cousins and her grandparents. So we'll probably do a like a meeting, like a, a Zoom meeting or a Skype session or something with uh, with family on Christmas Day. And then I don't know. So everyone else except for my mother in law has canceled their parties. I'm not sure if she's gonna hold her party still. And if she does, I really don't know how many people are going to go. So that's kind of the gist of it. <laughs> it's it's going to be a low-key Christmas. But you know what? I think this is going to be a real game-changer Christmas for everyone because people are really going to realize how much they love to spend time with their loved ones and all the people around them. And, and people that you know don't have a lot of family this year are either going to have to spend it alone or be okay with, you know, getting exposed to, to someone else. And so I think it's going to be, I, I don't know if I want to say the best Christmas <laughs> for some people, but I think it's definitely going to be the Christmas where people change their minds. They change their minds about how they feel about the holidays and about other people and about their loved ones and about tradition in general. I really feel like traditions are going to become stronger this year. And I think there's going to be, you know, dozens more new traditions just because people have been forced to try something new. I hope you're right about that because... I mean, I've got a 13-year-old and a 12-year-old, and we've been trying to get them. Uh, my wife and I are super into Christmas. Uh -huh. We're super into all the holidays, and we've been trying to get our kids into them, and they just they don't care for some strange reason. I, I don't know if it's because, like, you know, they're constantly playing video games mm -hmm. or on a phone or like instant gratification type stuff, but um, I'm hoping that doesn't die out with my kids' generation. I think it's like something we definitely need. We definitely need some sort of break within the monotony. Like we need quite a few breaks, but we need one really big celebration. And we've been doing it for thousands of years. It's kind of hard so. to break tradition that uh tried and true like, but i mean maybe this is a <laughs> my kids will be <laughs> i'm hoping you're right i'm hoping that they do i mean even like i was saying with the fortnite skins or whatever video game you're playing like i i hope there's some sort of enjoyment that just sort of yeah. makes people come together well, and uh Honestly, I think that this this pandemic has not only created new traditions, but created just new ways in general for people to get things done and to do things. And I think it's more efficient in some ways. And I think that's really going to change how a lot of families function, how a lot of businesses function. I mean, people are saying this is like, this is the worst thing ever. Like, why would this happen to us? But I think our society kind of needed it. And that may be controversial. Have you guys changed a lot since the, um, 
I since the pandemic? I would say that uh, I've noticed the change in businesses of family and friends, mostly the way that they work, the way that they um, have meetings, the way that their employers work with them. I would say in our own household, it's changed for us where I actually don't ever go to the grocery store anymore because I can just order online and I actually spend less money that way. <laughs> so that's the key. Order online. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's a plus. Uh, but I, I think, um, I think, I mean, people are so much more efficient in how they take care of just like their cleanliness this year too. My kids haven't gotten sick hardly at all this year. I think that's a huge difference. Um, I have a, a sister whose child is just the most poor, vulnerable girl in the world. She gets sick all the time. And this year, she's hardly gotten sick at all. And it's because people are being more careful. I mean, 2020, the year everyone learned how to wash their hands correctly, you know? <laughs> Yeah, I don't I don't know in this in the same token like I've I have worked at least one to two jobs through the entire thing. My wife too, we were always the the people that uh I mean there was no online work for us, so it hasn't changed a whole lot other than a little bit in, mm -hmm. of inflation on paper goods. Yeah. And having to wear a mask. But we we actually moved from Florida to Utah um, right at the peak, like right oh. when it started. And that was a pain. I'll tell you that that much was a pain. We had to go around Texas and there was not one fast food restaurant oh or somewhere with the bathroom open. So No, I, I can't imagine. That was not fun. Hopefully you didn't have to do any roadside, you know, bathroom breaks. Those are the worst. <laughs> the uh do you do you think it'll get you know, better in 2021 2021 and i've just been telling myself not to get my hopes up because i the pandemic is still gonna be here in, in you know a month from now and i think just because it's a a different year doesn't mean that it's gonna go away i think that by the time 21 uh, 2021 hits there's going to be a lot of, I think there's going to be a lot of people getting the vaccine. I think that uh, we've gotten to that point, but I yeah. don't know if it's just all of a sudden going to get better. I, I hope that people aren't just expecting it to get better. I, I think people need to prepare themselves to continue to push forward and, and make it through this and, you know, hold on to those those new ideas and traditions that they've started, um, because yeah. I think you're a hundred percent right on that. I, I mean, it's. <laughs> I don't think. I don't it's know gonna if it's going to get worse before we'll it gets see. better, but I don't think it's going to immediately get better. I I still have hope that it's going to you know get under control but it's definitely not just going to disappear. Yeah, for sure. Do you guys have any plans for the upcoming year? Or well, is it, just like it you, all just... we moved sort of at the beginning of the pandemic as well. We, um, we bought a house <laughs> at the very beginning. Uh, we moved in in March and, uh, I mean, I, I don't know if you felt this way, but it's really hard to get to know people when you move into a neighborhood and you can't say hello. Everyone's still quarantining <laughs> at that point. So I, I think the biggest change that uh, that we made this year is uh, is moving into that house. And really next year is just going to be, you know, steady moving. Just keep on keeping on. We don't really have any big plans <laughs> i guess that the question is is should we plan on anything because you know are things going to continue to be closed or restricted i mean we we have traditions that we like to do during the summertime where we'll you know 
go visit family and stuff like that in another state. But uh, we didn't do that this year because of the pandemic. So we're not sure how much we want to plan for this upcoming year. Not to be pessimistic, but we want to be realistic too. I think there's a lot of people like you right now. Um, and it, it'll be interesting mm-hmm. to see what that does to the economy. Like when a lot of people don't plan mm-hmm. for upcoming vacations and things they would normally do. That's that's why I have no hope for 2021 myself. Yeah, as long as we can get through Christmas. We'll get through Christmas. I mean, that's a, that's a tough time of the year for businesses to not be doing well because everyone depends on that. So if we can make it through Christmas of 2020, then we can at least make it through the beginning of 2021. Yeah. So what's your guys' favorite Ooh. Christmas movie to watch? I'm trying to think if we even have one. I don't know. Josh? I think. Yeah, we've got one You've toddler got and an toddlers? Oh, yeah. You got to start one. them on Polar Express. I do like Polar Express. I'll have to have her watch it. I'm sure she'd love it. She hasn't really seen many Christmas movies lately. She's been stuck on uh, Princess Sophia on Netflix. <laughs> That's all watch. But I'll, I'll have to get her into <laughs> some Christmas movies. We've been trying to decide how we want to approach like Santa and that tradition and stuff as well. So we've been kind of carefully moving towards that. But yeah, I love Polar. So what is your thought on that? Because I'm pretty open-minded. I know a lot yeah. of people don't want to like lie to the children. Or... You know, what is your, what is your guys' thought on that? And, and we said that um, we want Santa to be the symbol of the idea of giving and the, the symbol of what is really important during this time of year, which is giving to others and um, just serving others, really. So I think we're planning, I'm trying to remember okay. exactly what we decided to do. Do you remember, Josh? Well, it wasn't exact. He wasn't the symbol. It's that Santa's a, a symbol for anonymous giving. So we just use Santa as like, Hey, you, that came from Santa. And then when they get older, it's like, hey, will you give this to us? No, it came from Santa. And you're going to give it to Santa too. Sort of thing. We're like, we're all kind of Santa. I guess. Yeah, that's, that, no. I mean, I always bring it back to like uh, Ra's al Ghul oh, from okay. the first Christopher Nolan Batman. Where he tells Batman, you know, uh, an idea can never die. Mm-hmm. You know, a man can die, but an idea can never die. And I just, I kind of like that. I, I, I mean, it was all kind of melded together here. So I just, I like the idea of Santa myself. But I, I totally understand if people don't want to lie to their children or if they you know go with mm-hmm. the more christian route to it or yeah but i just as long as you're celebrating <laughs> i just i i got a problem with the atheists that i think that want to abolish christmas making sure that when you when you tell your children that, you know, what, what the purpose of Santa is and, you know, quote unquote, who Santa is, I I think it's important to not make a big deal about it and have them like sit down and, you know, like, okay, now if we've been meaning to tell you this, you know, like, don't be mad, but Santa's not real. Like that's, you know, I don't think that that's how it should be approached. I think it should be like, you know, now you, you know, these traditions that we have every year, how we give gifts, you know, we're trying to 
to love other people and serve other people. And Santa is one of the ways that we can do that during Christmas. You know, it, instead of just saying flat out, well, Santa doesn't exist. Well, he exists. He exists in all of us. And I think that's the best way to approach it. No, that's a that's a very good way to approach it. I mean, I'm in my <laughs> mid thirties, and my parents still haven't had that talk with yeah, me. So anyone can still everything's believe in good Santa to Claus. go. There, there's no need to stop <laughs> believing in Santa Claus because we can all still do what Santa Claus has always done for the people of the world, and that's be a symbol of giving and to be those people that that serve others and love others and. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love all the fun traditions of, you know, give Santa milk and cookies, leave some carrots for the reindeer. I mean, I was I was part of a couple little schemes when I was younger to to make it sound like Santa was in the house, like on the roof, you know, things like that. Like it, it was always fun and games and stuff. But, you know, it, it's it's always important it's too, to make sure that, you know, you're not giving your children a reason to be like well why should I trust you now like <laughs> you know but uh I will admit there's been some doing yeah that, you know like there's there's fun ways to I get make it magical for the kids I actually remember after my parents told me because they did they told me Santa doesn't exist and I was okay with it I was fine you know we all have our suspicions <laughs> and uh when they said that they were like but you get to be like you know a, a santa's elf and now you get to help us wrap presents and stuff like that and stay up late and eat cookies and um my little sister um was was still young enough that they hadn't talked to her yet and so after we wrapped all of the presents for christmas my parents said hey what would you guys like to do to uh to make this Christmas a little bit more magical for, for your sister. And we decided to have my dad go upstairs in his big snow boots and get in the attic and start stomping on the attic floor. And um, my mom and I decided to run into my sister's room while she was asleep and go, hey, did you hear that? There's someone on the roof. I think it's Santa. My little sister, she was shaking. She was so excited. It was so cute. And it was just kind of a fun thing to do that for her because she was ecstatic. And it, it just made it all the more fun and magical for her. So. And that's the thing is kids will have plenty of time to figure out what the world is, but. I mean, they they don't need to go into mm -hmm. into the world thinking what the world really is. It's it's nice to have them, uh, you know, yeah, enjoy them, happy, believe in happy things. And I I tell my teenagers that I mean, <laughs> if Santa's not real, why are there so many pictures of him? Yeah, I'm true. real. There's nowhere near as many pictures of me on the internet. And it's everyone's own right. definition. Like, what is that, real? That Santa is a great way to get people involved in doing nice things for other people. I think, obviously, on the religious side of things, it's it's always important too to remember the whole reason for the season. You know, the birth of Jesus Christ, and and remembering what He did for us, and and His humble beginnings. Um, and that he still served others as well. Like it, there's so many good ways to look at this holiday. There's no reason to add anything negative to it and to just, you want to enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah, no, it just, it drives me crazy. You know, I, I don't care if you believe in Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, you're an atheist, whatever, I think we need to keep it in school and just, you know, this is the season of giving. This is this is yeah. a happy part of the year. Let's get through <laughs> the winter. And uh, it's, well, the least that we it's can just all do getting crazy out there. This time is to, to be kind. I think that's what but, everyone really needs right now is kindness. Yeah, for sure. Oh yeah, Absolutely. and some 
you know, good festive food. <laughs> Was there anything else you guys do for uh, Christmas that might be a little different? So. Josh, can you think of anything? No? Like I said, we're we're pretty low-key when it comes to the... Uh, you know, over-the-top Christmas traditions. There is one tradition that I would like to start, if I can convince my husband. We'll see if I can convince him. But I really want to do one of those uh, live nativities. Have you ever seen one of those? <laughs> He's shaking his head. He doesn't want to do it. <laughs> have, have you guys ever seen the show Raising Hope? You got to watch that. They do a live nativity there. Yeah, it's pretty I, uh, cool. I would love to do a live nativity. I think it'd be super fun. But I don't think it's uh, it's his thing, you know, sitting out in the cold, sitting completely still, just letting people stare at you. <laughs> but I don't know. I've just always, like, imagined, you know, getting everyone all dressed up, uh -huh. having all the kids participate, and, you know, standing outside, you know, maybe have some hot cocoa or something out there. And people in the neighborhood can just walk by and come take a look, enjoy the view, have some hot chocolate. But, I mean, I don't know. We'll, I'll have to work on convincing him. May have to have a few more kids before I can uh, warrant dressing everyone in our family up and putting them out in the cold. <laughs> Yeah, we got to have three wise men. Yeah, you guys got to have enough two, for the full nativity. <laughs> yeah, got to get some livestock in there. I mean, yeah, my husband and, loves and some milk. livestock. I wanted a cow. Maybe if uh maybe if we get a cow, he'll let us do it. <laughs> That's a tradition I'd like. Yeah. So. Well, you guys got to play Letters to Santa and the Munchkin Yule Log. Yeah, uh, we're definitely going to get And uh, I'm telling I'm you, it's, it's pretty cool. But. You yeah, guys have a Merry Christmas. Nice. We appreciate it. And uh, thanks for coming Christmas on. Too. Hey, thank you. Bye. Have a good day. Bye.